MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You heard it. I'm RJ. Live coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. And we've got an action-packed hour for you. We're going to be asking the biggest questions of the week entering this weekend's big NFL and college football action. Additionally, we're going to be previewing the biggest games of the weekend at the bottom of the hour. In studio with me, the pros who know, Steve Fezzik, NFL expert, Brad Powers with all the college knowledge, sports betters. Sports batters, they listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have the pros without the Joes. He's my favorite, Jonas Knox, voice of the fans. Always good to be the voice of the fans. Always good to be here with you, RJ, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We start out today with the NBA. The season opened last night. A couple of big games, the first of which saw the Celtics dominate the Philadelphia 76ers. An 18-point win in Boston for the Seas. RJ, what does Vegas make of Philly? You know, Fez, sometimes... Listen, we know Vegas knows the most. That's why... If you disagree with us, we will bet you. But I don't think it's all, it's sometimes it's so small the difference of what we know and let's say the talking heads know. It's hard to 
make a big deal about it. But sometimes there's concepts so powerful, it's like, wow, I love being from Vegas. You had one up at pregame.com that led to an easy winner for your late telephone or your late release guys when it came to the Sixers losing last night. First of all, explain the concept because it's one that's applicable moving forward. Yeah, so the 76ers went to China, RJ, for five days. They played their last two preseason games there, and then they flew back, and they got back about a week before the season started. All right, so in the middle of the preseason, they go to China, and they play some games. They fly back. Now, you think there's a big effect from that, and I think actually you're right, and I think there's two effects. First one, fatigue. Absolutely. All the jet lag, all the travel schedules and the like. And I think that's going to stay with you more than a week, maybe stay with you up to two weeks. So that will be an impact for the next few games. Yeah, two weeks, huh? maybe. But at minimum, we saw a team that for the, for national television to be, uh, you know, against the main rival in the East, you would say the effort level. Sometimes shots just don't drop. But I would say the effort level for the Sixers felt flat. They just didn't look right, did they? All right, so some of it fatigue. But soon enough, and and I think each day that passes, there's a little bit less of that. What do you think is the number two factor that's going to drag down the Sixers based off of, as a result of, that trip to China? The disruption. Think about it. End of preseason, every other team is practicing hard, working on new things. And what were these guys doing, the 76ers? They were in China. You really couldn't experiment with your team and have your normal routine. I think that's going to have lingering impacts. I agree. And this is the kind of thing that if you're saying, oh, this team should be laying nine instead of 11, by the way, Sixers play another game on Thursday, hosting Chicago, Sixers favored by 11. Now, bounce back from the embarrassment on TV might make you not want to bet against the Sixers. What's your early thought on that game? Any gut feeling? Do you think the effect we've defined here is big enough that you're looking to fade the Sixers on Thursday? I think the China syndrome, if you will, factor, great 70s movie, (laughs) is more relevant than any other factor still. I will still look to go against them. It's unusual for Fez to be clever. He, He wins, but he's not necessarily clever. Good one. Steve Fezzik right there. Now, the other team on that China trip, Dallas Mavs. So, Jonas, um, the Mavs play tonight. Yeah, the Dallas and Dallas the Dallas Mavericks right now opened as a pick'em are a one and a half point favorite over the Phoenix Suns. That game is in Phoenix. Next, let's look at the Well, let me ask you one more question on the Sixers. Is What's your optimism? If I told you there's a a lottery or a draft, and if you win the NBA title, if your team wins, you get a million bucks. Now, a lot of people, that would excite them. With Fez, you know, it'd be like, hey, be nice to have it. I'm already a multi-millionaire. But you'd want the million. Where do you draft the Sixers? Golden State's first, right? Golden State one. Go ahead. Boston two. Go ahead. Now i got to start thinking about this, right? Well, who's in the mix? Houston. All right. But if Houston doesn't win this year, that window's going to slam shut. But if anything, that makes them even more focused and motivated. This year, yes. All right, so I'll put Houston ahead of them. Who else? I think Toronto. 
Toronto. So right, you think Toronto has a better chance to win the East? Let's take it one step away from the title than the Sixers. I do. And but the what does the the title market think? They're comparable. They're both right at right. fifteen. So if line. anything, you're a little sour on the Sixers because if the market's saying Toronto and 76ers are about even, and you clearly prefer Toronto to last longer. A sign you don't really like the Sixers. Correct. What is it that you don't like? I got to see Ben Simmons improve his shooting ability. But he didn't shoot all that well last year, and they were mighty good. That's true. And he was five for eleven from the free throw line last night. Not a good sign to start the year. My questions about the 76ers is more about we haven't seen enough. Right? We talked about this with Georgia in college football. Georgia has all the pedigree, number one this and five-star that. They hadn't really played anyone, and when they did, they had trouble. Sixers, it's not so much that. Can and beat stay healthy, you know, the whole year. Um, and again, not that he can't miss five games, but can he go multiple seasons or even this this season without missing a big portion of the season? Uh, until I, If I knew they were going to be healthy... The whole, you know, the the key players on the Sixers, I'd be a lot more optimistic. I think there's a big question mark there. And I don't like they lost some key role players, Bellinelli, Ilyasova. These guys were really important when they won 20 out of 21 games to end the year. I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. We're recapping, taken from the Vegas perspective away from last night's big NBA games. Let's go with the Boston Celtics. To me, if you look at the Celtics, there's a lot of questions I don't think everyone's asking and I think the let's listen in with Colin Cowherd I think the typical narrative is pretty close to Collins let's listen the next dynasty is the Boston Celtics they are going to win four of the next six four of the next seven NBA championships this team is going to rule this league for most of the next decade barring an injury but this is a almost a perfect basketball team Almost a perfect basketball team. I think, in theory, he's right. I've got two questions. One, I haven't discussed yet. I just want to say it quickly, and we'll talk about it throughout the year. Who is a top five player on that team? Because maybe Tatum is becoming that. I don't think he's there yet. And maybe Kyrie was that, or maybe he wasn't. But he seems to be trending down. Now, we'll see. He didn't play well last night. But you rarely win the NBA title without a top three player. Go back, 79-80 season, Bird and Magic. Look at who won. Look at their best player. And you're going to say maybe the Spurs a couple years or five years ago, Leonard probably wasn't top three at that point. You go back to the Pistons. And what, was it 04, if I'm remembering? There And I think it's, I mean, Hakeem, think about it, Shaq, Kobe, you always have a top three. Can the Celtics win without a top three? And maybe it's about when Tatum becomes a top three. But here's the bigger short-term question. The depth of the Celtics, is that a positive? Oh, Kyrie didn't play really well, but everyone else stepped up. Hey, easy win. Or is it a source of conflict? Because we know NBA players aren't used to saying, oh, yeah, you get yours and I'll be happy when we win the title. Some guys are like that. 
And Colin make, made a good point today. Stevens is a great coach. If anyone can do it, he's one of the handful that could. Fez, gut feeling, yes, no, is the depth of the Celtics a source of conflict throughout this season? I don't think it's going to be a big conflict because Brad Stevens is so good at integrating his parts, but we're going to have to see. R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. Last night also, Golden State, OKC. What was your main takeaway from the game, Fest? You know, I'm a little concerned about Draymond Green coming into the season. A little bit of a sore knee. I heard it was going to be no problem at all. And he seemed a little disinterested in this game. Only scored three points. Something I got to keep my eyes on. So do, uh, the question is, I think, was it a physical issue? Or is it finally the, the famous Pat Riley disease of me? Because we talked about Boston being so talented. Would there be a problem? Probably the key to Golden State's success recently is the fact there hasn't been a problem, meaning that it's been about winning for them. But now they have three, three titles in their pocket. Does it start becoming more about me? And is this kind of the canary in the coal mine, what we're seeing with Draymond? I think it's something to consider. Oh, by the way, Fez, real quick, we got a bet from the weekend straight out of Vegas about what six months ago? Here's the bet, guys. Golden or check it. OKC would they make the playoffs? Fez gave me four to one, and I said they wouldn't. I know all you squares out there, and I'm not talking to anyone individually. You know who you are. You're thinking, oh yeah, of course they're gonna win it or or make the playoffs. OKC. You ever see Westbrook? <laughs> Brad, you've got a new character. We're calling him Haystack Hank. <laughs> Haystack Hank. Right? What would Haystack Hank have to say about OKC making the playoffs? Are you kidding me? They got Russell Westbrook. He averages triple-double <laughs> per game. They, they signed Paul George. He got two best players. They got to make playoffs. <laughs> you know, I'm going to love Haystack Hank. <laughs> That's good. Four to one I've got. I like my position. And the main reason, I think the whatever effort Westbrook made to be accommodating to Paul George. It's like the guy that's real nice before the marriage. And then finally he gets married and he's not so nice anymore. Right. I think Westbrook's natural way is a question when it comes to teammates. And you got to wonder, is he going to be Westbrook on his best behavior? Are you concerned, Fez? I do have a few concerns because is he on his best behavior? And will he be on his best behavior if he's injured? When we come back, we are going to answer the biggest questions of the football weekend. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive. It's simple. Plug in Snapshot, drive, and earn discounts for safe driving. Save more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we may have proof that John Gruden listens to this show. Ooh, that's good. That's a good tease. We bring Vegas... 
straight to you each day. Right now in the strip, 74 degrees, and the neon is pulsing. You know, guys, I want to speak personally for a second. The response to Straight Out of Vegas really has been beyond expectations for me, for the team. You know, one month or so into this show, we've added through Fox Sports Radio three top 20 markets, Detroit, Denver, Seattle. Think about that. There's only 20 of those, I think, Fez. We've added three of them that we didn't even have, that Fox didn't have during this time slot just a month ago. And, you know, Jonas came up with the concept and and the great phrase, actually, the pregame show you have always wanted. And it proves the nation has been ready for more Vegas. You know, we do a lot of research about what you guys want. And, I mean, half of the listeners about just don't even bet. They just want to know what Vegas knows. So I want to thank you, you know, directly for me personally. And But, I, you know, there's another part that I love about Fox Sports Radio, which is we're on almost 200 stations nationwide, but many of them are in small towns. And, you know, I grew up in a small town in Ohio, right on the river. The river used to catch fire when I grew up in the 80s. Zero stoplights in this town. We did have a Dairy Queen, but they closed for the winter. So if you wanted a Brazier Burger in in February, forget about it. You had to drive somewhere. And to me, it was like connecting to the outside world because it was in a small town sometimes. And Brad, how many people... You grew up on a farm. How many people live there? Uh, my closest, on the f- I would say, oh, on the farm? No, 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 no. Yeah, we were the, outnumbered by cattle and pigs compared to people. In the, in the township that <laughs> you were in, probably. The town was probably 2,000. And how far away was that town? Uh, about six miles. Oh, my God. Did you did you have to ride the horse in? <laughs> no. All right. So <laughs> I guess that's why you have Haystack Hank. I mean, you know. But th- let's be candid. You're, you know... 34 years old, I'm in my 40s, so it was a different generation. You still feel closed in. You feel like you're separated. And in a way, if you look at some of the political phenomenons out there, a lot of it is people that feel disconnected wanting to, to connect to something. And I can tell you from experience that disconnection, that feeling is real, and it's not fun. It's tough. And I very much wanted to get out of there, and I went to to Ohio State. I moved to Vegas, and you know I've been very you know happy I did. But I don't forget that there's a lot of wisdom. We talk about wise guys. There's a lot of wisdom in those small towns that the big city, the city slickers, as they say, could benefit from. And last thing I'll say about this is. You know, one of the key guys at the company, pregame.com, guy named Tom, I grew up with him and in Ohio in that town. He still lives there, and his dad is one of the wisest guys I know. Now, I don't think he bets, but he just has this, like, the salt of the earth wisdom, and he taught me a lot. He really did. He didn't know it. I don't know if Gib ever read a book, really, honestly. But just he learned from life. And he's a fan of the show. And Tom's son, Ian, is a fan of the show. And by coincidence, obviously, Ian and Gibbs birthdays today. So I wanted to say hi and give him a shout out. But even more, I do think something Fox does 
exceptionally well with the network is reach a lot of those small towns. And let's be honest, if you're disconnected, where would you want to connect to more than Las Vegas? Well, you know what, RJ, here on Straight Out of Vegas, you just gave us a special shout-out. John Gruden may have given you a shout-out as the subject of tanking has been brought up, and you had a conspiracy theory before anybody else did on the Oakland Raiders and the plan with the Raiders and John Gruden on Monday. Just go ahead and sum it up for the people that maybe haven't heard it that are listening now, your thoughts on the Raiders organization. Maybe conspiracy theory isn't the right word because what we said and we did it Monday is everyone's being critical of the Raiders. I'm hearing like serious people like Nick Wright say maybe the Raiders are the worst team in the NFL. Now, I don't think that's even close. Fez, who do you got as the worst team right now in your power ranking? Buffalo Bills. And what would the Bills and Raiders on a neutral be right now? It would be a one and a half point favorite Oakland. That's it, though. Yes. Ooh, I would lay the one and a half. Well, see, I yeah, I like the Bills because they're playing hard. But but uh, I'm not sure Arizona. Boy, that's interesting. But they're bad. The Ra- we can't say the Raiders are bad. And the point I made on Monday was, who's to say that this isn't a different game the Raiders are playing? That it's not about wins and losses. Hey, they'd like to win if they could. But the game is get to Vegas. Because once we get to Vegas, the financial problems are over. And what do you do? You, dis- you distract. Well, how do you distract any better than hiring the most bombastic coach in the NFL? Or at least the, the one with the highest media profile at minimum is Gruden. And you pay him a lot of money. But boy, maybe that's, that's money well spent if it gets the Raiders to Vegas without there being a you know a big uproar about this, that, or the other. And once they're here, the Davises and any financial problems they may have, and that's a, you know something people talk about, problem solved once you're in Vegas. Are the Raiders playing a bridge game, meaning bridging themselves to Vegas? And oh, by the way, in that interim period, the Raiders would have a lot of good draft choices. So lo and behold, Brown style, maybe this team is mighty good three, four years from now once they're in Vegas. Well, Jonas, we said it. Maybe it was true, maybe it wasn't, but that wasn't all. And John Gruden talked about the subject of tanking when he met with the media. I'll say this, we're not tanking anything. You know, I hear the hatred out there, some of the rumors that we're tanking it to get a first-round pick or a higher pick. You know, we're not getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to tank it. Ain't nobody tanking it. And I don't know who wrote that or who said that, who thinks that, but that ain't the case here. You know, we're going to continue to work hard, continue to build our team. And um, that was that was part of the message. Look at that. A modern-day Mrs. Cleo. I mean, called your shot. <laughs> now, listen, let's be fair. Jonas, you consume a ton, ton of media. Maybe someone else said it. Did you hear anyone else? I didn't hear anybody say it. Huh. Brad? No. Fez? Just you, RJ. I tell you. Now, I do want to clarify one thing. I don't think they're trying to lose. I think they'd love to make the playoffs, the Raiders. So it's not quite tanking. Here's what I think it is. If the rumors are true, and again, Colin talked about this on The Herd this week, that it the, the, the Mac situation, Cleo Mack, was about money. There's a little-known fact that 
and I don't have all the details on this, like to the decimal point, but when you sign a big contract and there's a guarantee, a portion of that needs to go in escrow. You got to have that money to put in the bank. And let's just say, and we'll say hypothetically, allegedly, if you don't, now you got to trade Mac. And all of a sudden now the Raiders aren't near as good as they would be with them. So it's not so much you want to lose, it's you can't win because of your financial situation. But you got to get to Vegas where the financial situation gets cleared up. How do you get there? Well, you get there through distracting attention away from the wins and the losses. And it feels like, it feels like to me, that's very possible. When we come back, just in a minute, we're going to preview the three biggest football games this weekend. That's coming up next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. Game 5 of the National League Championship Series going on right now on Fox Sports 1 in Los Angeles. Bottom of the fourth inning, Brewers lead the Dodgers 1-0. Lorenzo Cain, an RBI double off of Clayton Kershaw, gave the Brewers the 1-0 lead. Kershaw started for the Dodgers. Wade Miley started for Milwaukee, but threw only five pitches. He faced Cody Bellinger, walked him on those five pitches, and then was replaced by Brandon Woodruff. The Fox broadcast team saying that Miley is expected to start Game 6 for the Brewers in Milwaukee on Friday. We know there will be a Game 6 because this series is tied up at 2, but this Game 5 led by Milwaukee 1-0 in the fourth inning. Game 4, the ALCS between the Red Sox and Astros is at 8.39 Eastern Time in Houston. Red Sox lead the series two games to one. Rick Porcello goes up against Charlie Morton. Ken Rosenthal of Fox in the Athletics says that Manny Machado of the Dodgers was fined an undisclosed amount for kicking Jesus Aguilar while running to first base in last night's Game 4. And Major League Baseball found that the Astros were not stealing signs of opposing teams during this year's playoffs. The findings say an Astros employee was positioned to monitor the opposing team to make sure they weren't violating rules. Major League Baseball says this matter is closed. The NBA's regular season opening up for a bunch of teams tonight, including the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are expected to have Jimmy Butler on the court despite his trade demands as they face the San Antonio Spurs. Devin Booker is coming back sooner than expected to play for the Suns tonight against the Mavericks. He had hand surgery last month. The Denver Nuggets gave head coach Michael Malone a contract extension and a couple of NFL notes. The Miami Dolphins will start Brock Osweiler at quarterback for the second straight week. They've got the Dolphins on Sunday. The Bills have the Colts, and Derek, Derek Anderson will be under center for Buffalo, replacing the injured Josh Allen. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in less than 15 minutes from now here on Straight Out of Vegas, we will have best bets, your chance to make a little bit of cash on a Wednesday night. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan, and he is the voice of Las Vegas, RJ Bell. Did I hear that right, that the Astros weren't stealing signs and that was some I, – I thought that was part of the game. You're supposed to try to steal signs. Right, Jonas? Yeah, I mean, they did an investigation. Apparently there was a credentialed employee who was caught uh, taking pictures of the Indians' dugout. But that's why they're signs. Yes. Is, you try – you have a tr- – you know, I played Little League. Right? Right. I played high school baseball. You have your trigger sign and, you know, boom, 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 and finally you do it. And obviously it's more advanced than Major League Baseball. Why would it be a problem? Yeah, there, there was reports that they thought that 
tapping a trash can twice meant something. It, it's it's this elaborate. <laughs> who knows, man? That paranoid. reminds me of the Beverly Hills 9021 where they had a party, but it was at a secret location, and you had to bring an egg, and that egg was like your entry into the party. It said you knew to bring the egg <laughs> so you can come to the party. I've never been to a party that cool. Uh, guys, it is time to take an early look at the biggest games in both the NFL and college football. And we are going to start in the world of college football where Michigan is a seven-point favorite at our tribal Michigan State. So we talk about it each and every Thursday on this show. It's Trends of the Week. Major trend floating around this series between Michigan and Michigan State. So this trend's so good, we're doing it a day early. We have to. <laughs> I mean, you can't talk this game without talking about Michigan State. The last 10 years, RJ, a perfect 10-0 and 0 against the spread against Michigan. I think it's part of the reason why a vastly superior Michigan team is only laying seven points here. I think it's building in the number. I think throw a lot of that past history out the window. Michigan, I think, got the monkey off their back last week against Wisconsin. I like the Wolverines here, minus seven. So you don't lean, you like. I like them. All right, couple questions. Let's be honest. You've been on the Michigan bandwagon since the summer. Yep. And in the e- you know, we do our show prep and in the email, I could even hear the whine <laughs> in your voice. You're like, it's like this is just an imitation. I'm not saying this is exactly what it would it sound like. Hey, I mean people have been mad at me because I think Michigan's really good. Well now other people think me like, are you that defensive? Like what is it with you in Michigan? I just think they're really good. Yeah, it's but it's like, it's like you're taking it personally. Fez, you're picking up the green button. What, what What's this about? What do you... Green? Oh, you oh, on oh, this game. Wow, wow. Ooh. You can't All right. wait for that All one. right, guys, here's what you need to know. And uh, longtime listeners know. Anytime a pro likes a game, likes it, any other pro can pick up the button, press it. You hear the cash register, automatic $100 bet. 100 yeah, it matters. But it's about the pride. These guys hate losing. And, boy, it's fun seeing them pay each other. we got to start taping that. Real quick, though, last thing on Michigan. I'm going to give you a little credit, Brad. Maybe on the herd, Joel Klatt was on, and he said something that was pretty positive about Michigan. I just saw Ohio State last week against Minnesota, um, and I've seen Michigan, even in a game in which they didn't play well, they were down 17-0 to, to Northwestern before they came back and won. From what I've both seen on tape evaluating both teams and what I saw live, my new favorite to win the conference is Michigan. Ohio State had so many holes. I mean, bad ones. The big plays are given up. Ohio State's given up 22 plays of 30 or more yards. That's sixth worst in college football. Their offensive line was atrocious last week. And Michigan just had, I would say, a top two, three team performance of any team in college football last week. So, Brad, Michigan, Ohio State, Obviously, if Michigan's going to win the Big Ten, they got to beat the Buckeyes. You can bet that game now. Game of the year type lines early. What's the current number? Ohio State's a six and a half point favorite. Well, listen, this is great for Joel Klatt. He has a huge opportunity here. He does. Right? Is he can come to Vegas, and even if Michigan loses, as long as they don't lose by a touchdown, he's going to win a bunch of money. I'm sure he'll put. 10, 20, 50,000 on it. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see when the press reports come out of the big bet. I don't think it's going to happen because I think we all know two things about Michigan. They don't beat Ohio State and John Harbaugh. He smells. Jim, 
Oh, Joe, well, listen, I don't like either of them. <laughs> Jim, of course. I'm a, listen, I'm a Steelers fan and an Ohio State grad. How can I like the Harbaugh's? Well, John Harbaugh will be the subject of our first game and our next two NFL games we're going to get into. But first, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico. This is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you. But just stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out of time. It is time now to go to the NFL where we find the Baltimore Ravens a a 2.5-point favorite hosting the Saints. Lean or like, fast. I like Baltimore. I bet Baltimore minus 2.5. RJ, it's all about I get the number one defense by my numbers in the NFL, an elite defense against a high-flying offense with a suspect defense. It's a bet I make most of the time. You said suspect defense for the Saints. Last year, the Saints were really good on offense. They were the year before, the year before, the year before. They've been pretty much since Breeze was there. When they win the Super Bowl, when they advance deep into the playoffs, the Saints, usually the defense gets from historically bad to average. Last year, Saints, how would you rank their defense? Average. And they, some would say, were, some still believe was the best team last year. They lost a, listen, Saints would have been a three-point favorite in Philadelphia if it wasn't for the Minnesota miracle. Where do you rank the Saints defense this year. I have them number 20. Disappointing. Whoa. Wait a minute, though. If they were 16 last year and 20 this year, how disappointing is that? That's still a tick down. I I think 20 is super optimistic. I'm even more pessimistic about the Saints deep. And to me, that's why Baltimore less than a field goal. Remember, three is the most key number in the NFL. More games and three with a margin of victory than any other margin We only have to win by three or more. I also like the Ravens. Next up on our early preview of the biggest games of the weekend, the Patriots are a three-point favorite at the Chicago Bears. Fez, we talked about this game. I am shocked at your liking this game. Yeah, I like the Bears. Wow. Plus the three, RJ, and it's all about, I'm going to give the Bears a little bit of a free pass. 88 degrees in Miami. So super hot for the Chicago team that so, wilted. So let's, let's talk about it. We talked about that quickly yesterday. Bears were leading comfortably. I bet both you and Brad, I had the Bears. I was feeling great. By the way, I bet at minus three. It closed at seven and a half. <laughs> I mean, who's sharp and who's not? All right, fair enough. Osweiler. <laughs> it still was out to four before that. Fair enough. And then it was 88 degrees. The whole shade thing where Miami has the shade. And the opponent doesn't. The dark uniforms, the heat, they the Bears wilted. Now we can say, oh, they shouldn't have wilted. Toughen up, you millennials. Or it's like, hey, that's just reality. Don't overreact to what you saw in the fourth quarter because of that extenuating circumstance. That's where you land. Correct. And because of that, you just think the Bears are underrated. Yes. This shocks me because you rare. How many times a year do you bet against Belichick? Once. Like on average, about once a year. And I this, hate th- betting against the genius. And this is the spot. This is the spot. Yes. That's Steve Fezzik. And when we come back, that was a like. We have best bets. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted. It's money-making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. We'll have best bets here coming up momentarily. We do want to let you know Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The Major League Baseball playoffs continue on the American League side coming up later on. The ALCS Game 4, Red Sox at the Astros. Boston leads the series two games to one. Houston, though, is a minus 150 favorite in this game. There's two kinds of batters. There's batters batting as an investment to win, and there's batters batting for fun. The trick is you need to be honest with yourself which you are, fun or money. If you're about fun, do what you want, right? Maybe you want to try to win. Great, but do what you want. If it's about money, here's what you need to know. You can't win long-term unless the line is wrong. Meaning if the line's right, how do you how can there be a right side? And even if the line's just off a little bit, well, now what? Well, you might be 51%, but you got to hit 52.4 to break even, laying 110 with the spread. So in general, when there's big games, and it's a promise we make you close to seven o'clock every weekday, is that we're gonna cover the biggest games. Obviously, the baseball game tonight is big. I think the line's about right. If you go to pregame.com, we got all of our pickers, not the pros, but people like any of you can go to pregame and make your picks and they get tracked. Well, we've got the standings of the hottest baseball cappers of the last month, and three of them are on the Astros, one on the Dodgers. So to me, if I had to lean, I'm going to lean Astros. But boy, this line feels about right to me. Guys, we move next to the NBA. The Houston Rockets, an eight-point favorite, hosting the Pelicans. Now, we're going to leverage the pregame guys again, but this one's strong. The number two picker in the history of pregame in the NBA has the Pelicans. It's that simple. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion, but when you got a guy for multiple years that's winning, well, that's where I'm going. And it brings up another point. Fez is the best NFL guy I've ever met. Brad, we like to say, has all the college knowledge. And if you listen to him, you know he has a ton of it. But we're not experts on every team. And sometimes, Fez, you're focused on the NFL and didn't get a chance to do a full NBA handicap. Finding other people you trust. Not that you have to bet them blind, but finding other people you trust really, really helps. Because one... It helps you put your energy towards the areas you're best at. If someone asked me, RJ, I want to win. It's so important for me to win. I want to be like you. I want to live in Vegas. How do I start? And I, and Listen, maybe this is good. Maybe this is bad. But the number of college kids that, that send emails or tweets along those lines, I feel kind of good, but it's also like, you know, maybe you should be a lawyer, right? Because it's so much easier. But if you really want that question answered, it's pick one conference in college basketball, ideally a small conference. What's Portland State? You pick Portland State's conference and obsess over it. Watch the coaches' press conferences. Read the local, not the local paper, the school paper. 
Faz, do you agree with this? Very much so. Don't take the peanut butter approach where you spread yourself too thin, multiple sports, all the conferences, pick a niche. And, and great way to say it. And if you want to bet those other sports you're not focused on for fun or for investment, leverage other people. We continue our Wednesday night preview here on Straight Out of Vegas in the NBA. We go to Phoenix where the Dallas Mavericks are a one-and-a-half-point favorite at the Suns. And I like this personally. We'll call this an RJ-like. I really like the Suns here. And, Fez, you uncovered it. We talked about it earlier in the show. By the way, guys, if you miss any of the show, it's podcasted every day. And producer Lauren and the guys do a great job of getting that out quickly. Just go to your favorite pod player, search for RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas, subscribe. You'll get it delivered pretty much immediately after the show. Fez, you made you define or identified the Sixers and the Dallas Mavs. They went to China, spent almost a week over there. They've come back. Two negatives for those teams. Negative number one, specifically here for the Mavs, fatigue from the trip. Negative number two, lack of preparation in the preseason. That disruption might take a while to overcome. I'm going to like, not lean, like the Suns getting points here tonight. It's time to get a best bet from Brad Powers, our college football expert here on Straight Out of Vegas. And it's in Tennessee where Alabama is a 29-point favorite on the road at Tennessee. And remember, guys, there's leans. Ah, we smidge that way, a little smidge. There's likes, which is we might bet it. And then there's best bets that mean... They're taking off the rubber band. What are you doing? Wise guy don't carry his money in a wallet. Hey, wise guy carries money in a roll. Go, Brad. And I'm taking the Volunteers, the large home underdog here, plus 29. And to me, it's all about the Alabama quarterback, Tua Tunga-Vailoa. Knee sprain coming into last week's game. Re-aggravated it during the game. Head coach Nick Saban says Tua's fine. He could have came back in the game. I got to wonder, though, if Alabama is going to use Tua Totally, as far as in the run game, in the pass game. Are they going to be super aggressive? I don't think so, because what's Alabama got on deck? A bye. So, to me, go in and up there, get the victory. In two weeks, you got the biggest game of the year at LSU. I don't think Alabama wants significant margin here. That's why I like the big home underdog, Tennessee. So, there's a lot of reasons, too, his injury could affect things. One, how long he plays. Mm. Two, how he plays. Does he run? Does he maybe throw the ball away early where he wouldn't have in another spot? And the idea of does Bama, does the play callers get extra conservative? Real quick, here in Vegas, there's a lot of talk about first half, second half. If you actually play Bama, play on Bama in the first half, play against them in the second, this year you'd be 13-1. and Bama has taken big leads, and they've sat on them late. The Odd Couple is coming up next here on FSR. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, with a preview of Thursday night football in the NFL, straight out of Vegas, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas!
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.